Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Spoiler Force Podcast. You can find more episodes on any podcasting platform such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure to follow Spoiler Force Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. This is Mark Witten, and you're listening to Spoiler Force Podcast. Set your heart ablaze. Alright, so this is episode 96 of Spoiler Force Podcast. My name is Ricky, and thank you for tuning in. This week's guest is my cousin, Michael Autophone. He's been on the podcast before on the FamCast episode, which you can check out. I believe I dropped that earlier this year. Um, so again, thank you, Michael, for making the time to be on the podcast here. And as you can see in the title, Strangers Never Again by Wong Fu Productions, uh, recently just finished by the time this episode's out the series is already on youtube for free i paid twenty dollars for it it's a it's originally 15 but i tipped them an extra five just because i don't know maybe i'm a bit ocd or something but twenty dollars was not, i wouldn't even say not even enough monk food productions does such a fantastic job michael again thank you for being a guest here and how did you Thanks get uh how did you get into the whole strangers again strangers never again before we start off into the review honestly i uh <clears throat> i was really into the whole uh wong fu productions when they were kind of like at the like youtube was booming at the time and and especially with the asian uh community they they were doing like great things like some of the you know kathy Wynn, david Choi. i mean what were some other names that I'm, it's been so long i can't even think of but uh you know these names came from wong fu uh not necessarily from wong fu they they kind of just like they helped build that that network you know and i uh you know around that time i was a teenager spent a lot of time just watching youtube um so i i was first introduced to wong fu uh through that um but it's strange because i actually strange again was recommended to me when i was going through uh uh one of our first really big breakups um just to kind of like uh you know uh bobby actually i think it was bobby yeah he recommended it to me so i watched it and then it's just i was really lost and it kind of needed some kind of uh um reality something to kind of connect my feelings um so i i i, I found it through there and uh i just it meant something different to me than uh, at the time, but I, I went back to go rewatch it uh, at, from that time a couple years later and started to I appreciated it a whole lot more uh, for how um, I guess how real it felt, if you will, um, relatable, if you will. But yeah, that's how I, I, I came across Strangers again. Yeah, that uh, it's definitely relatable for sure, like especially um just watching it as a as a teenager because i was i believe in my senior year or junior year of high school like just before the end of high school and definitely wong fu productions their skits and their short films and stuff like that are definitely geared towards a much like younger audience for like young adults or uh, adult or young adults going to college and stuff like that and i don't know how i came across i forgot how but i just randomly did um, because originally I wasn't a big fan of the Wong Fu stuff. I, I was always aware of who they were 
until Strangers Strangers Again actually uh, aired on their YouTube channel. And that's when I got hooked to all their content. So to me, Strangers Again is probably their best, um, I guess you could say, original short film that they have out of their content. At least that's what I think. It's it's <clears throat> the reason I'm smiling is because like I, I'm actually you, after hearing you say that it's taking me back to like <clears throat> I think one of their first skits was like a yellow fever or something like that. Did you ever watch that? I don't recall that one. The the earliest one I can recall was their picture day one. Oh, Jesus. Like where, where they such, take pictures. A, for... Oh, because they, they 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 were known for doing all these really lighthearted, like um, comedic skits. Yeah. Sk- yeah, comedy yeah. skits, and they started going into like more of a deeper like. Uh, more poetic <clears throat> side, which uh, I really, really started to like, you know, being a teenager going through like <laughs> emotions, you, you, you can't help but kind of resonate with it, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, geez, they, they have done so much like both lighthearted, funny, and also really meaningful um, like I didn't watch the the whole series of it, but uh, I remember when they did the the pilot episode for um, Single by Thirty. <clears throat> oh, I I actually watched that entire thing. Uh, I think last year it was definitely during COVID because that's when they uh, were like, because it's COVID, you guys get to watch it for free type of thing. I, I oh, think it's yeah, still yeah. free, but I watched it all, and it, that was definitely inspired by their whole other big one. The uh, what was it? What was it called? It's the one with Kina Granis and Harry uh, Shum Jr. I uh, got the title. <laughs> I just know it's like based off the who, what, where, when, why. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's just like I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying to. I'm trying my memory's drawing a blank. It's it's, it's it's just been a while. It's been so it's long. Like, he said something like, "Because you're not one of them. You're all of them." Uh, oh, I, that one. Yeah, yeah. When the when the guy's talking about like. The, God you damn know, it! How, how I, have I, you been with before? Yeah, uh, I got it. It's, it's bugging me now. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> it's bugging me. It, that was what? that was really that one was a really good one too. What's it called? Uh, the last. That's what it's called. Oh yeah, my the God. last. That's right. right. How come? How can we say we like Wong Fu and we can't even remember their fucking well, short? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I remember. It, it's, it's, but that's a crazy thing though, because like you remember what they're kind of about, and you remember the messages and the impact that it had on you more so than the title of it. And I think that's that's what makes it so great. Yeah, but he, the so. character says it in the skit though, because he's like, yeah, he does. He's like, you're the you're uh you're the last, and then the music cues in, and then it ends off with that. Like, I I I always liked that one too, but I've always felt like Strangers Again hit closer to home. Again, especially being a young adult and then going through, you know, they, they break down the stages of just like relationship building from like meeting to the chase to honeymoon to comfortable to downhill to the breakup. I think that's all the steps, right? <laughs> I think so. I think I felt like I missed a step. <laughs> it's like, like, uh, like the chase. Um, yeah. Honeymoon. And then. uh comfortable and downhill i think yeah i think i think i think that's right i think that's right but um uh no one of the things i think one of the reasons why it it was such a success is because um i mean you know it's i guess with like our generation you know those who were in a certain age group um were kind of going through that 
uh in in that time you know they were they were you know some of them are either you know they're in college or you know still in high school and they're going through relationships and they're they're going through hard uh heartbreaks and and uh breakups and they just kind of want something to relate to and in a sense like one of the reasons why it 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 struck a chord with me again because it was very relatable um but yeah you know that it's 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 weird that like you know that was 10 years ago and then you fast forward to now i really didn't really like even think back to it but once you uh I remember you're the one who was telling me about the the strangers never again coming up, and um, I just it all came like rushing back, you know, <laughs> all the nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, it's just because I don't know. It, it is one of their most impactful uh, skits that they did. I would say we're we're not gonna exactly review the entire first part based off you know based off the title here on this screen as you can see. Um, we'll just briefly talk about you know our thoughts on it first before. Uh, actually diving deep into the sequel because again as as we've been saying before strangers again was one that's incredibly impactful in our lives especially as young adults and um i i really enjoyed how they wrote this skit because i i, I think it's only, it's only like 10 to 12 minutes or so maybe a little bit less um but for for something that short and, and very precise with their message you know i, I really enjoyed what Wong Fu productions has done um, you know, when you look back at it now, it's like even I, I still think it's great. Like whether whether or not like people critique them of their acting or their productions, I I still think for that time it was really well done for what they for what they have because even in the sequel now, like the sequel practically looks like a movie now. Oh my gosh, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to reserve my my words uh, <clears throat> because they 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 have truly truly like outdone themselves with uh, to me i feel like they've outdone themselves with uh strangers never again and i, I really can't wait to say why <laughs> I, I know we'll eventually get there so um what was your thoughts overall though with, with strangers again like in uh not not just how it imp impacted you but just the story itself you know with the characters of uh marissa and um What's his name? Josh, right? Is it? Yeah, is Josh it... and Marissa. Yeah. Yeah. You said what was uh what was my thoughts on it? Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on, on the on the two main characters since it's about them? I think they they do a really good job of like um kind of like allowing you to like be invested in in each of them. Um, like uh, I'm trying to recall all the details of it, but uh, you know. I, I guess the, the you're probably gonna hear me say this all, but relatable, uh, because you know if if you've ever been in that kind of like relationship, part of the relationship where you're chasing, and the honeymoon phase, and you, it's very, um, understandable, and then you 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 can't help but kind of become a little invested in in the both of them, you know. Um, especially, what kind of tore my heart apart was at the end, um when uh when josh goes up to marissa and says you know um you know hey let's 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 not break up and then it, it cuts back and he says that's that's what should have happened and then um that part like uh i guess it goes to show what i what i thought of them you know you you want them to end up together but the, when it comes back and he says like that's what should have happened it's just like oh my heart 
You know, I never oh. caught that part till recently. Like I, I had to watch their commentary of like of ten years later of Captain Nguyen and Philip uh, talking about their like what like, com- commentary com- making comments on the video of t- mm-hmm. like how it was 10 years ago and i never caught that all these years i'm like i always wondered like did he if he <laughs> if he ever did go and chase her at the car and then after phil confirmed that he never did it was just in his head like it made it made so much more sense to me now that they actually did just broke broke up like they, the breakup happened and he never pursued her so and it just makes it so much more um i guess not heart-wrenching but like it just pulls your heartstrings more in the sequel yeah which we'll definitely. get to when when he thinks of it but you know i i always thought that he did make that move and i was completely wrong all this time <laughs> yeah maybe it was just like <clears throat> i don't know maybe it's how they cut the scene Maybe it's your subconscious, you're like, because like, again, you become so invested in, and, and subconsciously, you you just want them to end up together. And maybe that was maybe they did that so well that, that you, <laughs> in your mind you wanted them to end up together. Like, so in your mind, uh, they, they, did. they worked it out. <laughs> like I, I believe they worked it out. You know? um, yeah, 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 they worked it out. <laughs> but I, I do enjoy seeing how they tell the story between these two. You know how. It, how they just met to just being together. And then I think where it really gets realistic is like when they hit the comfortable stage, like mm-hmm. where, where you're, we, when you can truly be yourself around someone or your significant other and without having any like uh, second thoughts of how you're acting and you can just be happy with someone. And then it, it does. I, I seeing, I, I haven't been in too many relationships to where like I can fully just have that long-term experience, but you know, and and just seeing like friends and family go through stuff like that, you kind of see those stages, bits and pieces of it. You know, you can tell when they're in a rough patch, or you can tell when they're in that honeymoon phase. And and just seeing their relationship in strangers again, it it just again, it's it's very realistic. And I I really liked how uh, the part where she come where Marissa comes home and she's like venting to Josh, and then she she says something to downplay him and then they start arguing you know and, oh, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh yeah just the way how they how the, how they you see the the relationship their relationship just break apart gradually up until where you know then you see like the future aspect of it of them breaking up at the park and stuff like that which i don't think any of that part actually happened i think they just broke up when she drove off in the car right or at uh, least that's what, what i think you know it's 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 weird how the timeline of all that is because um, you know, they do show that one scene. It's just, it's a cut. So, um, in the timeline of the, the actual skit, you know, it doesn't happen at the very end, uh, but you, I think it's implied that it does. Oh, okay. Uh, because that's when they're sitting there and then they're kind of like, you know, they're trying to like talk it out. Yeah. They, they pretty much just like officially break up. I, I'm not trying to say like, I can fully review this and know everything so anyone who's listening oh, yeah. or watching yeah, yeah we're not pros yeah we're just pro- we're not pros so we're just giving us we're giving like a hot take on it right now because we literally just got done re-watching it several times in the past two weeks <laughs> by the way but, if you haven't watched it yet, you shouldn't be watching this but go watch it it's so good yeah yeah if you have not definitely go check out wong fu productions and uh check out strangers again and strangers never again 
it should be free on YouTube by this by the time this episode drops, like I've said before earlier. Want a simpler way to record both video and audio podcasts? Then sign up with StreamYard. StreamYard is the perfect program to create podcasts, host live streams, and even do video calls. There are many tools to help you create and design your own personal studio. You can screen share, read live comments, and stream to multiple destinations such as Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can also download your video and audio recordings after each session. Follow the link in the description, and once you sign up with the basic or pro plan, you'll earn a $10 credit to use for StreamYard. Do you want to start your own podcast? Then sign up with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has helped hundreds of thousands of users to begin their podcasting journey. With easy-to-use tools, you can effectively get your podcast onto many platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and more. You can view stats, create audio clips, and even have your own podcasting website. Buzzsprout also offers ideas, tips, tricks, and tutorials to help you improve your podcast. Follow the link below, and once you sign up, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. This will let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and also support Spoiler Force Podcast. Happy podcasting. If you're into anime, manga, or anything that's from Japan, Otaku Detroit is the place for you. Located at 513 West, 11 Mile Road in Madison Heights, Michigan, you can find a variety of manga books, anime figures, collectibles, posters, snacks, and even authentic items from Japan. Stop on by to see store owner Matt and let him know Spoiler Force sent you. You know, before we continue on to the sequel, though, I I do want to just say, like, with, with... strangers again it really did create its own story and and people are so i I never realized like how invested folks were into this story even though it was only like a a little short film like that you know and and people wanted so much more and i i I really appreciate the fact that one productions still kept their eyes on it They, they they knew that the fans wanted more they wanted a sequel they wanted to see josh and marissa's characters come back and I'm so glad that they took the time to really just revamp this series again and, and do the sequel in, in, a, in a right way and, and not like rush it. You know, even though it did take 10 years, they didn't it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like they they rushed this project or they or like they just did it to please the fans. They really did take their time making it piece by piece. And I'm so glad that they actually did it in three parts instead of just one yes, uh, I, 10 minute 10 minute film. Yeah, no, the three part. Uh, was a great call because it um i mean when when we watched it obviously we had you know all access to all three episodes but you know for those i i uh because i told my uh my friend philip about it um and he's you know i think i asked him what he thought of episode two and he's like dude i i need to know what happens (laughs) he's like (laughs) like you know there's the the real cliffhangers you know Um, yes and that's what really makes it so much more invest like people get so much more invested because my buddy andrew when he he didn't buy it but he watched the first part and that cliffhanger for the first part he's like he messaged me right he's like what the fuck man like i need more <laughs> uh, but yeah man i since we're on this topic already man we'll just start diving into the uh the, the school man because you know with, with strangers never again it's 10 years after the first part and, and you see you see Josh go through the dream sequences of him like dating and being with uh, Marissa at, at first. And then you see uh, the who is she? The girl who plays April Dia Frampton. Is that her name? Uh, yeah. Dia Frampton. OK. Yeah. I, I know you know more about her than I do. I, I don't know much of her. Of her I, content I was, or... I was never like a big mega fan, but uh, 
um i did uh so she was a part of a group called uh with her sister called megan dia um and they had a couple songs that uh that uh i really liked um but i mean i, I remember who she is so that's you know they they were they were big enough to me at the time for me to recall oh that's dear friend and plus she she does other uh stuff on the side but that's like uh, she sings for edm records and all that <clears throat> oh, okay Yes, I, I wouldn't have known that, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, you see Josh's character just wake up and, and think about the past of what's happened to him in those 10 years. And then I love the narration style that they do. Like they make it really mm -hmm. seem like the, the audience is connected with mm -hmm. uh, Josh at first, since the first part is based on him. And then uh, you, you see him go go through like the ex-girlfriends and seeing him talk about how he went through these stages of dating. And then by the time he's 30, he um, just doesn't feel as comfortable or what I really, the word jaded was like the, the word that really hit me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, when I message you, I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember you saying that. I was like, the hell, you know, I, I like, does Wong Fu know about me right now? Like, what the hell? It, it's just, it just really reson resonated with me because, you know, both of us being either I'm almost close to 30. I'm like 28 turning 29 this year. And you recently just turned 31, right? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't want to put your age out there, but <laughs> for the sake of the, the review, it's because we can relate to Josh's character at this point. Like Josh is 30 at this, at this time, or a little over 30. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he talks about like how in our thirties we have to we we know what we want by this point. We're all adults now, and it's not like in our twenties where we're just risking it all, <laughs> relationships and careers and and uh, college education for 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 our future. And I really like that that they address that, especially towards the older audience, and, and that way we we can all relate to what's happening in this story. And again. I enjoyed that aspect of, of this first part for, for uh, Josh. And, and, you know, he talks about like being jaded and then being afraid to commit into the relationships after hitting like stage two or something like that. And mm -hmm. and so he meets April and uh, yeah. And then like he, he breaks it down more and, and talks about like how he got comfortable with April and then he met or he got to a new stage, which was, I believe reliance. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and it was, for the character, he starts to realize, like, oh, maybe marriage is a thing. And before I continue on, though, speaking of that stage four, I forgot to bring this up. The, the Strangers again, part one, that final scene where him and Marissa are eating and, and mm -hmm. they talk about, like, you know, do you want to marry me? And because we only have two two options at this point. Yeah. yeah. That it's last really, scene. Uh -huh, good. Dude, that last fucking scene was probably the one that pulled my heartstrings the most because that Keena Granite's music too, Cambridge. And mm -hmm. just, the, I, I love it. Like the music, I, I, I just messaged you this earlier. Like the music score for Strangers Again and Strangers Never Again is super underrated. It, it's oh, yeah. so good. And, and, but back to the review again, it, it's just, you see this, the, this difference between Josh's characters when he's in a good relationship versus a, a one that's breaking apart. And how the stage four really took a turn. It was either you're going to um, go downhill or pretty much go uphill from there. But mm -hmm. then you see that in, later on, Josh's character is not with April anymore. And 
obviously he he was projecting uh past emotions on her he was i'm assuming he was making her feel really insecure at this point too by throwing all these problems at her and then uh yeah like it, it's he's back to like square one again being really awkward around her and and at this point of their relationship you know they've they got friends who know each other david choice character is gonna get uh he, he's throwing that birthday party for his soon-to-be fiance at this point in, in the story and i do want to say this too they call him donald in the first part and then they changed it to dom did you catch that i didn't i actually didn't because uh, i got so confused because they kept calling him dom and then but then in the first part they said he said donald <laughs> so i'm like so is he Toretto? i don't know like what the hell i don't know <laughs> what's <Damn>. his name <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but what, what was your thoughts like up to that point to where you know where Josh talks about his and he start, he narrates his, um, I guess where he's been. What was your thoughts on that first part so far? And before we continue on, um, the uh, first of all, uh, I guess throughout the whole skit, uh, but more so like just the monologues are the transition. The the monologues are great, and then the transitions from the monologues into the actual uh story setting was phenomenal and the way that they it's it, it was seamless but it was enough to information um and storytelling to uh to kind of let us know what's going on um without breaking the immersion you know especially since it actually is josh telling it um and then also uh you know because i've actually been there too i've actually been through probably all of these <laughs> uh, <laughs> these phases uh, and i think a lot of people have um but you know the whole getting comfortable and then um i haven't really been so much in the part where like you you've kind of jumped ship um and then you know before it goes downhill but he did mention another a couple of things too like reliance and then um i don't know if these are steps or not but there's you know the problems where there's reliance and then there's projecting um so i i, I just really love how they they're able to address these things because these are things that you know people our age have you know gone through you know or more than likely have gone through something like this you know um and I, for me personally when i was watching it i I was just really uh, like reflective on a lot of, you know, my past relationships and uh, just really, it kind of, it kind of just, it kind of hit home. I'm like, man, this is, this is real stuff here. <laughs> this is, this is like reality. Um, and then when uh, I, I love how it cuts to the scene when, when they're at uh, the, at the birthday party and she's in the background and he's explaining you know you know we're we're at the same party but as you can probably tell we're not together she's we're not you know we're not talking um and i have been in certain situations like that before too where there's mutual friends between me and my exes and we were in this in the same area and it was just i remember how awkward it was uh so like also relatable <laughs> well they they make they make it a really mature thing for Josh to even be around that area. Mm. Cause uh, for me personally, I would have just dipped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would not, yeah, I would not yeah. stay around my ex. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I just feel like, ugh, you know, I would dread. Mm -hmm. I mean, cause I, I, me personally, I, I, I am pretty petty at times. So if I, if I was ever in a room around an ex 
and mutual friends, I'd just be like, fuck it. I'm, I'm dipping out. <laughs> I wouldn't stay. You know, <laughs> if, I, if I could be real, like, okay, so when me and the ex I'm talking about, oh, we were in the, the same room as, like, mutual friends, uh, it's like, I don't know. I'm, I can, I can be petty too, but at the same, same time, I'm kind of like territorial. So I'm like, it's like, these are my friends. I'm not leaving. <laughs> it's like, it's like, these are my friends. <laughs> like if you're awkward, then you, then you need to go. Oh. Start squeezing in like, oh, let me get in here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, speaking of that though, like the, to the point, like they, Donald or Dom and, and Josh talk about how he's going to move on with his, with the progression of his relationship. And then, uh, you know, after Josh finds out that news, he actually runs into April in, in mm-hmm. that scene. And I, I love how the awkwardness is there because like he's saying his goodbyes before he leaves and then they make eye contact and it's like, shit, you can't look away or you can't just turn around and walk. I would have turned around and just walked away. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, I love how they, they still stayed mature. You know, they, they, they talked for a little bit just to see how they were doing. And then they just agree to, you know, we'll, we'll just greet each other next time until waiting at the end of the party to, to say something. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, you, you, you see that. And it's just, again, like I said, it, I love that awkwardness between them. They both, both Phil and, and India Frampton did such a good job at portraying like, like just, there's still something there, but then it's really not. And, and you don't want to make it weird, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I like that a lot. Because even she says, uh, he says to her, like, I, I thought maybe you didn't want to see me. And she even says, like, at first I didn't. But then I saw you, then I kind of did. You know, it's just, it, 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 it shows the transparency of, like, how, uh, of her feelings and how she's really coping with the, uh, I guess, the breakup and everything, too. So really, really well done. Yeah, it was. And I, I you know, I, I think Dave Rampton deserves a lot more credit, man. Like the way how she acts in this in this series, oh dude, like for, for like she doesn't have a lot of screen time, but but for what she does, she did so well. You you can hear me when we when we get on. Yeah, when, when we get to the third part, well, yeah, it's good. But you know, for just like this first part, though, when you in getting introduced to her because she's mm-hmm. a new character, I really liked how well she acted as her as her part. But to, to mm-hmm. move on. You know, Josh is a, a real estate uh, agent selling homes and stuff. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like after that party and they, they go to his job and then, you know, he, he's selling the home to this married couple or, or you know, this newly this new couple. And, and pretty much at the end of this first part, man, you, you just hear Captain One's voice and then he turns around and it's Marissa and yeah. i i love this parallel here right because it, it kind of parallels to that first part where he, when he turns around he's like Marissa and he smiles it kind of you remember that park scene in in the first strangers again where like was where supposedly where after they broke up they met at the park and he's like oh hi hey Marissa and then she's like yeah i moved to san francisco or whatever kind of like parallels that a little bit and, and but instead of it being a scenario in his head it's actually like is real it's like right then and there and then yeah, yeah, yeah. they see each other they meet eyes and their eyes meet and then cuts and <laughs> like what a great way to end yeah, that first man, part I, I, I was just like oh, <laughs> oh let's go yeah i i was i was really surprised that they held off that long to have captain Munn's character come in because i i thought they were going to introduce like or not introduce but like showcase both of them in the first part mm-hmm. but 
that was that that really caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. <clears throat> yeah, the whole um you know, you realize that the whole first episode is kind of more based on Josh and where he was uh where he was coming from. Um but if I can rewind just a little, um just to actually one of the parts where Josh <laughs> was dating. Uh, one of the funniest things to me, like I don't know, I'm I'm not taking any jabs, but I I, I think oh the, the girl with the crystals, watch, yeah, the girl with the, <laughs> the horoscopes, and that was so so hilarious. I laughed uh, like I Mercury retrograde, <laughs> like laughing at that scene. <laughs> so, you feel it? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. I don't know, man. That that's that's kind of like the thing right now, man. A lot of. I don't know if a lot of dudes are into it, but I know a lot of women are into the whole horoscope universe stars and all that. I don't want to say bullshit, but I, I don't think <laughs> to me, it's just like shit you read in the newspaper, you know, <laughs> like fortune cookie shit. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if, if, if people get mad about me saying that, then I'm sorry, but I just, I don't believe in horoscopes. I, it's super yeah. generalized. Um, unless it specifically says my name, then maybe I'll believe it. <laughs> but I really yeah, don't. First and last name, you know. Just, right? Not just, name, not just uh, the first name alone. All that juju stuff. I don't know. And yeah. I think it's just, I think it's a placebo. Well, I, 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 think I know some people who like are just lightly into that and who just like kind of like, oh, that's cool. It must, you know, it must be a coincidence. And there's some like diehard people. They're like, oh, you must be like, something something and there's like like apparently i'm a <clears throat> leo rising i, I can't, I can't even oh yeah jeez <laughs> it's uh okay, tangent right here but you seen that daquan daquan wiltshire video i sent you right yeah the- <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, i won't get into these that video but then if, if you follow daquan wiltshire check that one out dude i was dying in that video but yes uh, bringing it back to horoscopes, yeah, like it's a whole rising and sunset or whatever stuff that is. Um, yeah. oh, that's so good, I'm sorry. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, th- I just thought it was funny how they wrote that in into the skit for his date because uh, Josh was like really, you can see his character was really like not spooked out, but he just didn't care uh, <laughs> it's like it's it like, weird you know like but you have to do it because you're on the date <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man uh, that's, that's actually oh, one of the things that i i i'm i they they actually put you, you you're gonna see me list a lot of things off uh throughout the the podcast that um that i think one did really tactfully to like make this really as i said relatable you know um Ironically, too, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of uh, friends who are getting into real estate also. <clears throat> so that I don't know. Uh, maybe it might just be me and me alone. But um, no, there's there's a lot of among people. Pretty... There's a lot of among folks on Facebook that are real estate agents. I have a yeah. my cousin, my cousin's husband. He's a he's a real estate agent. So oh. I don't know anything about real estate. I just yeah, know that neither. that's a big market or a big job because of the market right now. But that, that that's one of the things that makes this feel so like real. Like it's actually in 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 today. You know, it's not like just some made up fictional. Time oh yeah, it, like Josh is not like some real, astronaut or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I I just kind of wanted to rewind to that because I I I, I, I might have forgotten to talk about it. But that that was, geez, I I, I laughed pretty hard at that. <laughs> so, 
Well, well, the, I don't know who she is, but the actress who played that role was like really spot on too. Like the whole, oh yeah, <laughs> energy and vibes and all that crap. But uh, yeah, th- to move on to the second part where they, yeah. they uh, it, it is now Marissa's turn to showcase her story, and we see what she's been doing. Because I, I really do feel like Strangers again, th- again back to the first part. Even though it, they were both in there, Josh was narrating the story. Mm-hmm. So a lot yeah, of yeah. as an audience. Or you know, as someone watching it, I I kind of just put myself in Josh's shoes, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. kind of just saw Marissa as not a background character, but she was more support. You know, you you see and you understand why she's upset and why she thought and did things, but then you never really get to see her perspective. And I like that Wong Fu did that for part two because now you see what she's gone mm-hmm. through, what is she doing now, and I really enjoyed the fact that they played. The part where where they they wrote out the part where she had a child because Captain Wen actually has a kid, and I, I believe that was that's actually her daughter playing her her kid. I, I didn't I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, I think I believe that's her daughter playing that wow. role as her kid. Um, I think I sent you one of the uh, I, I sent you the Wong Fu uh, behind the scenes video. I don't know if you watched it though. I I, I think yeah I haven't I didn't get around to watching that yet. Yeah, they they just did another one not too long ago. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, it, it's. I, I I really like that because it really brought realism to to these to like someone's relationship because you know kind of backpedaling here even Josh states in the first part like you see your exes get married and, and get engaged mm-hmm. and have kids and whatnot and and Marissa Captain Wen's character she's you know she has a kid and, and it makes it really realistic like down to earth because not everyone who you or at least someone who, or the people that you date. Not everyone is still single or, or you know, like that. Oh, they, yeah. Everyone moves on. And I really Letter enjoyed time. that writing where like she she moved on. She had a child. But then, you know, the downside to that was that she was she had really a really bad relationship or like what people say today. It was really toxic. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. I, I tried to find different words instead of just toxic. But <laughs> that's the toxic is such a toxic word. Yeah. That, that's just what people say these days to yeah. make themselves sound really good but <laughs> anyways <laughs> uh marissa's character she she has a really bad um relationship with her with the baby dads uh his name is gene is that gene, his name? yeah i think that was his name yeah and uh you know they, they share custody of the child she's a single mom she's divorced and she's working and she's flipping houses which is ironic because Josh is the one selling houses, which I thought that was a pretty cool parallel. But uh, yeah, you, you see her, what she goes through, goes through. Her she narrates like her story, like how she, you know, she she felt like she felt like she had to get married. You know, I, I don't feel that pressure, but I've I know people who who feel that pressure of like you know before I'm thirty, I need to get married or I need to be at this <clears> point <throat> in my life. You know, like everyone's doing this, and, and I really can just empathize with that with her character and seeing like she. She, it's not her fault that she made those choices. Like, it's because she just felt like that was what well, that's what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And by, by making those choices, she she now has has a kid and she has to just keep living and going forward. And I really like the part where her uh, I guess her business partner brings up the fact that, you know, you, you can't just I, I forgot the exact phrasing, but she, you can't just like float around and, and be around and you, you got to move on too. you got to Mm-hmm. find some sort of happiness and and i really like that the they still s- let uh marissa's uh character grow through that in, in the process of the rest of this video which we'll get to the, to that point 
eventually, but I, I enjoyed seeing that, you know, she, she was able to still uh, move forward from the relationship of what she's going through at this point of the story. Honestly, one of the things that you mentioned, I, I didn't really realize them until, until you mentioned it was how, like, I guess on strangers again, we, we actually never did get Marissa's perspective on it. We only had Josh's, um and then yeah it's great that she gets uh her own um narrative in in, in this story um and we'll, you know there's there's a lot of uh people that i know who are in marissa's shoes uh where they just rushed into a relationship uh rushed into marriage um uh, and you know, not not all of them worked out, and some of them have kids, and they didn't work out. Um, so you know, I hate I hate. Uh, you should have a we should have a little counter for every time I say relatable. Um, <laughs> today's no, uh, today's word is relatable. <laughs> yeah, word of the day. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, and one of the one of the lines that her friend says was was really, um, I felt was really good. It's like one of the last. Uh, cliche but it was one of the last uh lines of that scene uh she says um something uh and then she says just don't convince yourself that you don't deserve like uh, yeah she, she says you don't need a man to be happy just don't convince yourself that you don't deserve to be oh yeah um, yeah that's to right. be happy and i was like man that's 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 actually really good um but yeah uh uh that that whole the whole arc of of um melissa's life before the present time in the series um it's she she's uh, i I love how in tune with her feelings and how she's she's owning up to her responsibility you know she's she's taking responsibility for she she never puts it on fully on him he also says that like you know he was uh I think the wrong person at the right time. Yeah. Um, So, and and, then, you know, then she has a kid uh, and you see just a scene with her sitting on the toilet with the, with the pregnancy strip. Um, Never been there, obviously. Uh, But I, I I can tell that there's that, that's a scene that a lot of people can also relate to. And, you know, they do, they do a really good job. And like, even though, you know, that'll never be us. Uh, because we don't get pregnant. Uh, <laughs> but um, but they they do a good job of making you feel the kind of like you know, because she was like, you know, I'm um, you know, they were about to about to break up or about to divorce, and they have a, a kid, and it's just like the whole world just falls apart. Um, yeah. I, uh, they, I, I, again, the, the amount okay. of emotion that goes. Through that look, that short little arc of just the first half of the second episode, I I think that was they so well done. I agree. I I, I like the point that you brought up that she took responsibility for what mm. she was going through. Like I I like that too. Like usually, you know, I'm not saying every young adult or every single parent does this, but I I've seen people who do like blame the kid or oh, yeah. take it out on other people. And I I, I again, Wong Fu Productions has done a great job at making these characters very mature. And I, I really like that aspect because it shows the audience that, you know, not every 
everything that we do is bad, it, whether it's good choices or bad choices, there it's up to us to make our decisions based on what's happening to us. You know, mm-hmm. you can either. And, oh, go ahead. No, and, and and again, you know, just taking responsibility for it because it's so common after breakup uh, to you know point out the blame like oh they did this they're the reason why it didn't work out it's this it's that you know they they, they're the problem i'm fine you know there's so many people who um i'm one of them (laughs) that's you know i (laughs) i blame the shit out of people (laughs) but it's it's such a common thing and you know that that was how it was for me too coming out of my relationships um but it took that time for me afterward to really like look into myself and be like well you know, I, I probably wasn't the best uh, person that I could have been at the time. I was still maturing. I was still learning. Um, and I wasn't quite ready for it, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, that the fact that she's able to do that, as you said, shows a lot, a, a huge amount of maturity. Um, and we'll, what I eventually talk about is uh, uh, Marissa, how she... Uh, I guess her development through this through this series, um, and it, how much uh, of an impact I f- it, it was on me to uh, see her journey through it. Yeah, yeah. To continue on too, like you know, because because as she's narrating, she she's go she goes on a run, which I love how they they added that implement that, yeah. that detail into that she goes on a run, um, and then that's how, that's actually how she meets Josh at the house, and then you know there's a little comedic scene there where she helps him get gets the uh, get the sale or something like that, yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know they 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 speak up in the the upper room and they they just catch up and, and he sees how she's doing and you know he it, it's very like small talk ish and mm. I like how um she gets the phone call from gene like gene wants to speak to her privately so she leaves and right before she leaves or as she's leaving mm-hmm. excuse me uh josh you know looks at looks at her while she's leaving and, and it you know again it parallels to when he saw her leaving the first time and right, he chases yeah. he chases her and says hey you know do you want to grab something to drink or hang out later or something like that and she agrees to it and i i, I want to point this out too because if you follow Wong Fu productions at least on their i think the put it on their social media too but i saw it on facebook where they they there's like a little ad like they he, he sees her leave and then they do like uh, a flashback of him seeing her leave in the first part and then like it's just like flashbacks of the scene and then he chases her and then they cut it off there so i, I thought that was really cool that they they added that uh as like a teaser or like an ad on, on social media but uh mm-hmm. i i really liked that like they still give you that nostalgic feeling of 10 years ago like me when I first viewed it, I was really giddy. I'm like, oh my god, they're getting together again, you know. <laughs> and and uh, it, it's really unique to see that these these two characters who had such a bad breakup agree to 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 speak and see each other again. I, and I think Josh is the one that points out that says like, you know, this this isn't just coincidence or something like that. Like, there's a reason why we saw each other today. So, you know, let, let's talk it out or hash things out more, and then. Uh, as Kathy Nguyen's character gets ready to leave uh, her house, her ex-husband or her baby dad comes and, uh, and Jean talks about like, let's work things out again. And let's, uh, you know, for the sake of the daughter that she, cause she's getting older now, let, let's work things out. And then like, she, she kind of hesitates a little bit and then they cut to Josh at the bar or at the mm-hmm. lounge 
and he's waiting for her and then cut scene that's then a part two. Oh, jeez oh. <laughs> i can't i cannot imagine if i had to wait like everyone else which uh you know you know thank I you again flip for my table dude i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah i know i mean I, I was already that pissed even though i had access to episode three i can't imagine <laughs> the people who have to endure this whole week to figure out what happened that's what i'm saying like right when they announced that you could buy it i was like screw it i am not waiting three weeks for the entire series i don't know how you guys are waiting for this it's not like an anime series where you can just binge or you know even though anime is weekly we don't have the option to buy the whole season you know oh, yeah <laughs> we, i wish we I have could. to wait <laughs> we have to wait but with wang fu they gave us the option like you can buy the rest of this series <laughs> it's like okay you just gonna support them anyway <laughs> yep yep but what was your thoughts on, on on the pretty much just the overall of the second part? Because like like we were saying before, man, the, I loved how Marissa was the focal point of of this part, and I, I I'm really liked how they let Kathleen Wen narrate her character. Like it was mm-hmm. it was a whole new perspective of the character. You know, I I, I am hundred percent on what you said. Like uh, again, with it being a pretty fresh thought, because I didn't really think of it. Uh, before you mentioned it, but it's it's great <clears throat> that uh, that uh, Marissa uh, Kathy Wynn's character actually gets a voice, uh, gets a um, a uh, gets to portray her character, and and I guess where she's come um, and how that develops, uh, and it's just kind of like uh, it has like motifs of like of uh someone just because <clears throat> one of the things she mentions uh to her friend is that I, I just feel like marriage isn't really in my cards anymore like it's kind of like someone who's dealing with like you know a, a lot of times you get out of relationships you know i can imagine um that people getting out of marriages just feel like it's that they can never get married again especially if they have kids involved um so it's just someone who's trying to cope with this change in their life um and it's uh, uh, very again the to the point where it lets me feel and kind of understand what someone is who has gone through that is going through because uh, I've never been there. Um, uh, but I think you know again, great, amazing story writing, uh, and uh, this actually the scene uh, when she's trying to like help josh get the sale that was pretty hilarious because <clears throat> she's like yeah i'm recently divorced he's like oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> i didn't oh and then he she says that she's a uh she flips houses and he's like i didn't know that and she's like how would you we just met <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was funny I, yeah. I i liked i liked how she she helped him out with that i thought that was really yeah. really uh really good scene and it forced the other couple to like yeah we'll put our names oh, out. She, she, she she called them out she's like yeah. i didn't let my husband tell me like yeah. what to do and all that. <laughs> but, but uh, to get to this last part man and, and this i i believe my opinion this third installment of strangers never again this third part is icing on the cake man oh, like it's, 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 it's where the juice is it's where the meat is man it's it, so... it, overall it pulls the whole story together like like literally kind of like thanos using the the reality stone and just like 
pulling everything in. It, 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 it's like that. And, and, you know, to, to just like start off with, with the overview, like it's it just, I really enjoyed the message, the overall, the overall message that Wong Fu Productions is saying with this story. And, and before we get into detail, I just really, again, I cannot say it enough. I really appreciate what they've done for mm -hmm. the past mm -hmm. 10 years and how we can just, again, the word relatable, we can just relate to these characters. And it really does feel like they're real in some sense. And, and, and you know, I mean, me and you, we, we both watch so much like anime and, and, and fictional content and goofy comedic stuff. So like to, to be able to talk about something that's really uh, like real life experience, mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, it does it does change like my view on like how these stories are written. Um, but yeah, to, to, to continue, I, I just like how, how they start off this third part where Josh is at the lounge or the bar or whatever. And then Kathy Nunn walks in and, 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 you know, just like something so simple like that. Like I was like, Holy shit. You know, she, she came through and then they just, yeah, cause he talking. was like, he stood up and he was about to like, and you can, you can kind of feel, like the dread, like the uh, she's not showing up, and he gets up very. He mopes as he gets up and turns around, and there she is. I I loved like I don't know just the way how they shot that scene, the lighting, the, mm. the way how it's just focused on them. I I enjoyed it, and I, I I like this this the part this next part like when they start talking about like themselves and, and catching up. Like I I've had encounters where of people that I I used to know, and, and we. You know, we, we caught up together and, and talk about like what's happened and in a way had had like have closure. And I'm not saying that closure is a great thing for everyone. And I do believe that everyone should get closure. But, you know, there, there's a saying my, my aunt told me it was like a long time ago going through like a really bad experience of just a, a relationship. Just she, she told me like sometimes closure is not good for you. You know, like sometimes you don't need it to to mm -hmm. move on like that that alone in itself is, is good enough for you to move on. like if you have closure with someone that you feel like you need closure with sometimes you, that's not good for you either but nonetheless I, I liked how they they gave closure to both of these characters who had a very bad breakup and, and mm -hmm. they just talk about like what did we do wrong and, and how much things things have changed you know going through the experiences of dating and, and Kathy Nguyen's character, uh, Marissa, she explains her whole story like to Josh. And, and the part where that like, hits me or hits home for me is when Josh is like, you know, I don't have much to say. You know, I don't <laughs> every ex every experience that I have is always a bad one. And I don't yeah. like experiencing the pain and stuff like that. And I really relate to that because that's that's how I see things. <laughs> like like I, if, if I went through like a, a breakup. Or let's say, for example, like if I if I had a recent breakup, I I would look at it as a huge loss. I wouldn't say like, oh, that's a great learning experience. You know, like, there's nothing positive yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> out of that. You know, <laughs> yeah, you never you never realize that off the bat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that and I really related to to Josh's character where he he was like, yeah, that's why I never like pursued anything or I felt like nothing. I felt like I was in just in this motionless type of state, you know. And, and I really liked how Kathy Nguyen's character she reassures him about like you know you got to look at things differently and, and, and like for me the theme of this third part was perspective like they both saw oh yeah their relationships very differently did you have any thoughts on on that at all 
Oh, no, I was just I was just agreeing with you. I mean, they even like uh, they eventually come come around to saying it, which if it's OK, if we if we kind of uh, progress to actually when they're actually in the park. <clears throat> oh, before that, um, there's okay, a there's yeah. actually a line that Captain Wen says to uh, to Phil's character. I don't remember it word for word, but she said, like, sometimes what was it like like you need to be able to know that you're in a good relationship or something like that like i can't find the exact words damn it i should have wrote it down because it's a really good <laughs> quote hold on let me let me look it up because someone on facebook actually quoted that so <laughs> it was something along the lines of like when you when you to know when you have a good thing i think so hold on i i'm about to pull it up right now a, a, a good uh, a friend of mine on facebook posted it not too long ago uh let's see Damn it! Who posted it? <laughs> I know someone posted it. Shit. Um. Oh, wrong, wrong brother. Uh, it's one of Andrew's brothers that that uh that posted it. Because he's Andrew has a lot of brothers. Uh, if you guys know who Andrew is, but he's been on the podcast before. He has a huge family, and all his brothers. He's got like seven brothers, I think. And uh. Okay, right here. So there's a thin line between a relationship that needs work and re- and a relationship that doesn't need work. That that line that she says to Josh, like you know, because he talks about April mm-hmm. and like how how they broke up, and, and Kathy Lynn like reassures him, like you know, you, you, she she knows that he has something there, and she's like, you know, you, you should work that out. You know, it's not yeah. a loss yet. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely. Because you know, it's. Yeah, she says it's a, it's a thin line because it's it's really, um, it's really hard for some people because you know there's a lot of people who, um, are in a relationship where they should get out because work will do nothing but just waste time. But then there are some where like maybe you're just not putting it putting in enough work, um, and you know that right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off you. That's that's so deep. It's very very. Uh, very. I don't want to say mature. It's it's very woke, you know, <laughs> being able to like, um, to realize that because because when you're in a relationship, you know, you if you come to this question, it's usually because you have problems and you're heated and you're either looking for a way out or you're looking for a way to stay in. Um, and often oftentimes you just don't see that line, you know. <clears throat> so I, I, you know, I agree. It's a great line. Yeah, and because of that line, um, they were able to like talk things out a little bit and to be able to uh, go to the park. And and she you know, she she suggests that to to Josh's right, yeah. character, like we should go to the park. And I like that. Uh, they go back to where they first met, and, and uh, they talk about like how they first, uh, or at least like the 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 trail that caused them to first meet. You know, they they fixed the uh, the cement there, and Josh's character is like. Well, think of all the relationships that could have happened because they fixed the uh right. <laughs> the sidewalk. <laughs> and they they go and sit at the bench park and they they just talk about like the what's pretty much what's their next move and i, I before like the, my first viewing of this i i really thought like this was going to be like you know a maybe we should reconsider ourselves or something like that you know mm-hmm. and it cuts to you know to Josh going to help uh David's choice David Choice character uh Dom or Donald or Toretto to 
to do the to do the the flowers and, and he runs into april there and you know okay before i move on i there was one thing my my buddy andrew was like ricky like he, he's like ricky do you think they had more friends than that because there was more people at that party how come no one could have helped her with with the flowers you know and, and i just thought of like that's true they had a lot more friends than just him they could have contacted but his boy's looking out for him that, that's what it is <laughs> well because even in even in episode uh the first one uh uh toretto geez i can't i can't <laughs> hear that he's Family. like he's sitting with him he, he approaches him and this is something we completely forgot it's like how uh when um when he goes up to josh and he's like you know, when I invited you, invited you to a social event, I wanted, you know, I meant for it to be happy, not to for you to be like awkward and moping around like this or whatnot, paraphrasing. Um, <clears throat> but he, in that scene, he asks, uh, you know, do you think it was the right decision, you know? <clears throat> and then, so, and who knows? That's that's actually a pretty conspiracy theory. Maybe his <laughs> uh, friends were, you know, he's being, he's looking out for him, perhaps. But he did mention that, like, uh, that, that no one else could really help out um <clears throat> he says uh uh because yeah, they, they were all like keeping his soon-to-be fiance like busy yeah, yeah. and he's oh. like i can't come do it because yada 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 and he's all and then josh has to go okay uh um who's the florist who, yeah, yeah who's yeah. the florist and he says well that's the thing and then fast forward well 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 transition in my opinion uh, but uh <laughs> And well, and to bring it back just a little bit, like back at this, I, I, like this is the thing, like when 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 you, when you just like freshly watch it, like can't you can't remember everything, but right. uh, but the part where like Kat, Marissa talks about like how Donald still sends her happy birthday messages. Oh or, yeah, 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 and then I, I I that part completely passed passed me out. Like I I like that part as well because she talks about like how they kept in contact for a little bit up until where. You know, she had the they kid or she, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And then like he said that, you know, to him, it was just like, why, why do that when, when we moved on and she goes, and then she says something along the line, along the line of like, I assumed you just forgot. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, that's, I, you know, there's, there's, there's so much, when you mention that there's so much there and just that, those little, that little exchange right there. Cause it's just like, you know. Uh, I hate bringing it up, um, but uh, Takashi Six Nine he he, mentioned, uh, he you know, we're quoting Six Nine. Uh, well, I mean, it was kind of it's it's probably the only time I ever will quote this guy. Um, but you know, he says he said like if I write a six and you're standing on the other side of it, um, what do you see? It's going to be a nine, but to me, it's a six because it's a matter of perspective. And I think that there's just there's so many motifs on perspective on this whole thing, and it's 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 great. Um, because you know, just a little something like that because it's it's an event, you know, they just stop exchanging uh happy birthdays texts. Um, yeah. <clears throat> to Josh, it means one thing, it's just you know, hey, why why bother? We're both in relationships, you know, we you know, we should you know maybe it's best not to it could be it could just make things complicated and then for her it's just well i just figured you just forgot you know it's geez that's just a little concept like that goes so deep and it's great i, I love it <clears throat> i still can't believe you quoted six nine <laughs> let's just let's just uh 
you should I just pretend been happy. Should I just clip that? <laughs> Quoting uh, six nine in the Wong Fu Productions. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> if, you, short, if you choose to chart phone review. <laughs> I, no. like, I, I, I even preface like, God, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> too late. It's recorded. <laughs> no, no, but we'll keep it. I, I, besides the fact that it's six nine, that, that again, perspective is like the theme of this third episode. Yeah, and yeah. I, I do want to add on to, um, as that to that as well. Like from my own personal experience, like I, me, I, 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 if I knew like whether me or the person I used to be with were in relationships, I wouldn't keep on. Like honestly, I would. Like I said before in this episode, I'm pretty petty. So I, if anything, I probably wouldn't even keep contact with her anymore. But like looking at this in in more of a hindsight kind of view, I would probably be like Philip, Phil, or Philip as well, and just you know why why bother to do it? You know, there's no point of mm-hmm. doing it. But to continue right, right. to continue on to the the park scene where they cut to like the engagement of, of uh, Donald's character to his girlfriend. And I, I believe this. I, I'll, I'll let you talk this part because I know you like this part the most. Where well, before uh, I, I before I get into there, um, like there's a man. There's so much that happened on when they're when they're on the bench talking. That if it's okay, I want to go back and yeah, yeah, okay, on. yeah. Before well, we, I guess, we touch up on uh, Phil's uh, the main the main gist of it is um, what is it? I'm just, sorry, I'm just trying to get these words out because it's <laughs> um, because you know. And it's gonna tie into the whole motif of everything. Uh, if if it's okay with you, I'm gonna roll yeah, yeah. this into the into the the last scene. Um, you know when, you know this whole time we're kind of just wondering like, oh, are they gonna get back together or you know? Um, and, and there's this huge tug of war that's happening from you you finding out that well, it starts off with well, coming off of strangers again, and then into the episode one, you have. Uh, josh who is just not has not found success and then you have uh marissa who has found her success but it failed so both of them were like hey they're both on the market right now you know this is it's gonna happen and then there's this tug of war that kind of forces you become to become invested in their relationship even more and episode two at the end when you just kind of like you know when marissa we don't know if marissa shows up or not <clears throat> it looks like she's not you can't help but kind of like feel like sad because you uh, individually you want them to kind of like end up together so they do a really good job in make forcing you to become invested in the two of them and then they're sitting on the bench on episode three and they're going through this whole you know walking through all the steps you know from what it looks like it looks like they might get back together and then um, I, I really love how they drove it home because even uh, Marissa asks, uh, what was it? Like, uh, you know, do you really think this, is, think this is our second chance? And then she throws it to Josh and then Josh is uh, like, I don't know. It just kind of, kind of, <clears throat> it kind of does. And, you know, why else would fate bring us back together? And then she says, you know, to give us some perspective. And I think that really, like, that is the, you know, the hammer to the nail about about this whole thing about being about perspective. Um, Because then it just, it kind of, 
you, you kind of just set your uh, you, well, you're still kind of like wondering what's going to happen, and, and you don't really find out until <clears throat> um, they start to go back into monologues. Uh, but um, you know, everything from the scene when Josh goes to you kind of get hints of it when he, he eventually goes to um, April's flower shop and he's kind of helping her. Uh, and um, you know, you, it's funny because you can kind of sense a little bit of like guardedness from <clears throat> from April. She's like, of all the people they send you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> that part was pretty funny because like I'm <laughs> sure she wasn't expecting to see her then, uh, mm-hmm. like her ex there, and I just thought that was pretty clever that they that she still kind of uh kept her guard up. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she even she even kind of turns kind of like bossy to kind of like like as in like it's like a pseudo kind of like what i call it is like like a pseudo revenge but like as in like but i'll still accept you kind of thing yeah because <laughs> he's all like uh what do you need help with she says uh you can dethrone the roses and he's like that doesn't sound like an entry-level job and she's like don't worry i have band-aids <laughs> and her way of saying, like, i don't give a fuck go go clip the uh the thorns <clears throat> and then she's like kind of bossy um I've, I've kind of <laughs> kind of been through girls who are like that before uh, <laughs> so um <clears throat> but man and then if it's okay for me to get into the actual uh, yeah get 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 to the the, the part where you know because after the garden scene they, they just you shoot they cut to the scene where the engagement and right, right. see both uh april and josh's character mm-hmm. like well there, there's something there you know like they right, they right they know that there's something there and then like i guess in in that moment of like just pure happiness and love and you know seeing your friends get engaged you would feel very excited for them you know and the part right. that i i really liked was how they shot their hands next to each other and they, they held that's a great shot yeah and you can kind of but they they kind of shifted from their hands to the face back to the hands to kind of show like like, is he really grabbing my hand? Is he really holding my hand? Like, nope, he is. Oh, okay, we're holding hands. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of like a, in a more of like a, not an awkward way. I just, I made it sound really awkward because I'm just awkward. Um, but even before that, they, there was the monologue because it, it still cut to uh, Marissa's scene where she's, you know, Jean's like, so Jean comes up to her and they talk and she's like, I don't think it's a good idea, you know, to get back together. And this is kind of, where you start to realize uh, <clears throat> that Marissa's not getting back together with 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 Jean, and it looks like Josh is working things out with April. So I guess they're not going to get back together. <laughs> yeah. Kind of um, but man, yeah. Um, the the this last scene with Josh and April is, oh, jeez, fire. The it's, feels. Oh my god. So when, when they sat next to each other and just like started yeah. talking their emotions out. And I, I, I again, Dia Frampton, man, she did a fantastic job in oh this role. Like when she's talking about, like you know, you made me feel some type of way, or or you made me feel mm-hmm. like I wasn't good enough. And she's talking, you see the tears coming out, like like not falling, oh. but like her eyes get watery, and and it's just like, dude, like you could you could <clears throat> see how her character felt through those projections. Like, I, I mm-hmm. love that. Like you, everything again, like with perspective, like we saw what Josh was doing. He was throwing his insecurities and he was throwing his 
issues at her and we don't even know how she was feeling and when she gets to voice her her feelings of what happened before it really showed like yeah she you know she at the end she still truly wanted to be with josh at the end but <laughs> because of those issues like she felt like it, it really did break her down or broke down like her character and you know one of the things um i love absolutely love how like non-hollywood or how non-disney this this is because it's, it's you know if it were a hollywood movie or a disney movie and you know this happened you know josh would go to to uh, april and you know they would work it out and she would just fall straight into his arms um <laughs> but in a real in a more realistic way you know it's they sit down and you know april asks him you know you know did you see anyone and he says yeah i did it, someone helped me get perspective someone who made me realize that like i never want to be become strangers with you oh and man damn it wong fu dude they're writing he's, it so good. he's cutting onions man i i <laughs> wish i could write like that like i i, I like because we, we we both like to write and we both have different writing styles but when it comes to like really writing something like pure like that i, I i'm just like yeah i quit you know like it's like hearing a yeah. good singer really sing good you know that makes like for example like if you heard like tori kelly or bruno mars sing live like it, oh, it geez, doesn't want to make you sing anymore <laughs> it's like there's a reason why they're good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well also one of the reasons why they're, they're good is because they don't give up you keep doing it so follow your dreams um <laughs> but uh anyways <clears throat> no she uh well, what i love about it is like she doesn't she's hesitant at first she's like trying to make sure that he's sure about it too you know, she then is when she starts crying. She's oh my god, such great, amazing acting. The the tears just feel so real, you know. And you know, <clears throat> uh, she says that like all this time you've been telling me that we're not we're not compatible, that we're not going to work out, and I've and I've started to convince myself that that's true. And then he asks like, you know, well, you know, she goes to this. She has to let him know how she feels, where she's coming from. You know, in a real world, this is probably how it would happen. Um, and then he asked her, you know, well, what I'm I'm reciting because I just love the dialogue. I love the, <laughs> the script. Um, he says to her, uh, well, what do you want? And then so beautifully written, she says, I want us to both be wrong as as far as like I want because <clears throat> you believe we wouldn't work out. And I'm starting to believe it, too. But I just want us to both be wrong. And then she rests her head on his shoulders as they hold hands. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a masterpiece, man. Wong Fu really did a masterpiece with this. Um, you know, I, I love how they both wrapped up both Marissa and, and Phillips, or I keep calling him Phil because your friend's Phillip. name is Phillip. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, oh, not Phillip, but Josh's, uh, Josh's and Marissa's story. Um, I love how they both wrap them up, like kind of like at the same time. You know, you see Kathy Wen, it's like you know, she she moves forward, but she doesn't drag <laughs> on her past experiences. She's like, accepting mm -hmm. what's to come, and she she realizes like her happiness isn't in any relationship, but her happiness is with her child. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then and then with uh, Josh's character, his happiness was with April. And mm -hmm. I really liked that. Like you said before, like they, they didn't make it Hollywood or they didn't make it obvious that these two were together. Like it, it really just took these two seeing each other again and, and seeing what they've gone through to realize what they've had. And I 
you know, a, that's a cliche kind of uh, like way to sh- like like a moral type thing. It's kind of cliche, like like you don't know what you have till it's gone type thing. Um, mm-hmm. But it's very very realistic <laughs> and it's very applicable in in our daily lives. That it's true. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you have until it's not there no more. And, and if you have the opportunities to still chase those, whether it's dreams or lovers or, or whatever, if you still have opportunities to be able to achieve those, then you shouldn't, or one shouldn't like stop themselves or, or cut themselves short. And yeah, I, right. I really think that as an overall message, Wong Fu did so well with that and, and wrapping up both of these characters' stories. But you know, the, the right. one quote here, that Marissa says, and I, I even wrote it. I wrote it down on July 28th at 10:47 p.m. on Facebook. I have it right here on my screen. Um, I I don't want to sh- share screen it because it, I put a GIF of Tyrese Gibson crying, which <laughs> meant for, like for me, like that was my, my reaction. But uh, <laughs> but the quote goes: "Strangers are people who have no impact on your life, mm-hmm. but no matter where we go, even if we never see each other again, we'll always know that." We'll always know the impact that we had on each other back then. And oddly enough, once more today, that's not a stranger. And, and I'm getting chills just reading that. And, and you know, like it, it, it shows you that these two just needed to see each other that one more time, like for mm-hmm. whether it was for closure perspective or, or just to something like there's a reason why these two came back and met, you know, and, and, and like, Josh's character said, you know, it does, it's not like coincidence that they just run into each other again. And, and it's a more, um, I, I like that they gave Marissa that quote, because if you remember back in the first part, Josh has that really good quote too. Like, you know, if we decide to break up and if we ever cross paths, we'll always know like, if it, or like, if we never see each other again, we we'll always know like back during back at this time, like we crossed paths before and I wish not, you know, I wish for you to be happy type thing. But I really mm. like how they gave this quote to Marissa because she, again, she she's the one that we don't realize like how much weight she carries with the show. Like she, her perspective of this of this show, like she was practically the other half of, of the mm-hmm. story. And I really like that they gave her this this quote, and and you know, for just not just for the story's sake, but like even for us, you know, like it's. To realize, like maybe we shouldn't be salty about certain exes or certain people that cross our paths, or you know, like there's a reason why we we meet people, and there's reasons why we know people and, and don't become friends with them or or not lovers of them anymore. And it it all comes down to just experience and perspective and, and growth. And I think what Wong Fu has done with Strangers Never Again, man, like it, it is beautifully written and. Mm shot that's, and that's, everything that's an understatement it's it's to say it's beautifully <laughs> written is an understatement man it, it's, I, I, it's, it's so so deep and connected like of how relatable sorry yeah again i'm using the word again but relatable it is great it's 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 a ma- I, I would say it's a masterpiece do you have any uh any last thoughts Michael about this, you know, before we wrap things up, man. I, I, me personally, I, I, I'm really glad that I was able to talk about this topic with you, man, because, you know, I don't know, you know, for for folks who don't know me, Michael, we've gotten a lot like closer due to like what's happened recently this year, and especially when I got stuck in Dallas uh, (laughs) last month, you know, and and to be able to talk to you about like something like this, and, and to know that we both enjoy the content that Wong Fu has written, you know 
being writers ourselves and very um, open-minded to like genres like this. You know, I, I, I'm really glad that I was able to kind of geek out with with you about strangers never again. <laughs> you know, I, I feel the exact same. Like, even when it comes to anime, there's like, who who can I talk to about anime? No one really watches anime. But you and I connect on that. We we connect on a lot of other things. Um, and then this is just—I remember you coming to me with this, uh, and I was like, I remember seeing the trailer, and you showed me this. I'm like, oh yeah, like it's it's out. And then we just we kind we kind of just went on this wavelength of it. Um, but uh, I, I don't want to take up too much more time. But there were some things that I did want to mention about the, um, I guess, the series as a whole. I wanted to mention it as we were going through, but um, would it be okay if I yeah, just kind yeah. of touch up on them? Um, like, I don't know if you noticed this either, but uh, watching it a second time through was a lot more eye-opening. Uh, there were a lot of uh, motifs that they would use. Uh, if you watch episode one, there's a, there's a lot of of uh, I, I wouldn't really call it B roll footage, would you? Um, but uh, you know, a lot of background scenes that they show a lot of April. Um, <clears throat> and one thing I realized is that episode one, I, I'm probably very analytical about this, but episode one is actually uh, about like finding a relationship, um, which is Josh's theme. Episode two. Um, you know, there's, uh, I think I mentioned this to you before, but like, uh, you know, at the very first scene, you see Marissa wake up, you know, in a room, uh, she's in a double bed, the, her daughter comes to wake her up, but the other side of the bed is completely made and it's empty. It kind of signifies that she's alone. Um, and, uh, I guess the motif of hers is just being alone and being independent. Um, and, uh, uh you know these the way again beautifully written how they they put these little like foreshadowing in there it's 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 amazing i i, I didn't catch on to all these until i watched it the second time um but you know again all together like it's mm, honestly the best way i can put it is you know again they they Wong Fu didn't really give us what we wanted, but they gave us what we needed. <laughs> There's maybe, the maybe I'm crazy dark night like, of, of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman of of love romance and uh, the whole love genre. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, you know, again, you know, we came into this partially kind of hoping that Josh and Marissa were going to get back together. That's what we wanted. And throughout the whole majority of the, the series, we kind of wanted them to get together. <clears throat> but at the end, it's just like, it, it's, I, I think it's a way of like Wong Fu telling us that like, you know, it's, you know, e even though you're not where you feel like you want to be or feel like, you know, you're like us in your 30s or approaching your 30s and you're not where you want to be. It's just, it's, it's a way of them telling us like, hey, it's not always, you know, gonna be a clear-cut like hollywood ending you know <clears throat> sometimes reality is it's it's it might not be what you want but it might be what's best for you because in this case <clears throat> josh ends up with april uh and then marissa you know she she has to redefine her life and find her purpose in being a single mom and her, like as you said her life is now with uh her child and it's just it's 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 such, as you said, a mature 
realistic ending and like a real world you know it's you know not not disney not hollywood and um Wong, I, I think this was Wong Fu's like, like gift to us to like kind of like a message to us to tell us, you know, hey, it's, you know, <clears throat> it's not like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even though this is a movie. Uh, <laughs> well, that, you know, our, our thoughts and perspective on what we think is love or romance or, you know, relationships is not clear cut, happy, sparkly, fairy tale princess shit. You know, it, it's. Mm-hmm it's very hard and it's, it's difficult and there's a lot of growth in whether you're, you're single or in a relationship, there's, there's growth for both aspects of being a person. And I think that what Wong Fu has done for their viewers is, you know, to to remind us that, that, you know, for especially, and I think it really hits home for a lot of the people who, who maybe feel like they're not, or capable of loving or they feel like they're out of love and i, I think that uh that what wang fu has done is like reassured everyone like it, it's not bad to be either single or in a relationship mm-hmm. no agreed agreed like there's you know there's some people who've chosen to like remain single or who are a single parent and are devoted to be a single parent and just want to be empowered uh who want to uh be independent and being uh or being empowered and being independent uh and you know more power to those people you know um uh it's like like kind of like we're not always in charge of the 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 cards that were dealt um and things might not always be as we seem but you know that uh, sometimes all it takes is just a little perspective. Yeah, you know, yeah I uh, think that I think that's a great way to to end this episode, man. I, and again, perspective was one of the major themes, and and I think that you know if, if Wong Fu is if they ever take the time to listen to this podcast to <laughs> include us in a episode, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that would be. Uh, like not so much of an episode, but you know, if Wang Fu, if Captain Wen or Wang Fu or Phil or anyone of that uh, of that channel, if you guys do see this review, uh, you know, I hope you guys do enjoy our take on this. And whether you're a watcher or a listener of, of Spoil Force Podcast or just someone that's new to the channel, I really hope that if you guys may even made it this far, thank you uh, for hearing us to just talk about this amazing series that Wong Fu has brought to the world and I you know I cannot say it enough man this is by far this this is the reason why Strangers Again was my favorite you know uh series or short film at you know f- from Wong Fu it's because it's re- it's very real you know and I I I think this the this series will stand like the test of time of just like the internet phase of, of just like short films and stuff and, and you know, especially, and 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 you know, there's like a, a bit of like bragginess to it because you know it's from an Asian group that made this. You know, like you feel proud to to know that you know th- this is from from like Asian folks and and that that we can produce something like this. And you know, and I, I really enjoyed overall what what Strangers Never Again has has brought. And uh, whoever has not watched it yet, or or who is contemplating watching it just just do it this 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 series is so good i really wish that there could be more but you know at the same time i i 
think that this is a great way to wrap up both the stories of Josh and Marissa. Agreed. Agreed. <clears throat> and I'll even go ahead and say, if you made it this far into the podcast and have not seen it, like you, you shouldn't be, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's spoilers. And I, you know, it's, you know, I, you know, <clears throat> you know, uh, if the Wong Fu production team does see this, uh, you know, <clears throat> they, they, amazing job. <laughs> um, and also let me know how much I overanalyze this because I, I, <laughs> I, I, I am way too analytical. But yeah, man, again, this is uh, this is pretty much episode 96 of Spoiler Force Podcast, man. I cannot thank you enough, Micah, for, for giving me your time to do this, man. Uh, I hope to be able to have you on on more podcasts in the future. To, to not, to, not just do reviews, but to, we'll, we'll talk about almost anything, man. And uh, yeah, and again, I'll oh, go ahead. No, I just say I got I got to give it to you. First of all, first off, again, I, I thanks for allowing me to be on your podcast. I was really excited, and I'm really excited. Not just it's one factor to be on your podcast, and just you know hanging out with my my cousin Ricky. Um, second, because I just this you know strangers never again really really struck something in me, and it's it's like it's so. It's just so juicy, man. It's so good. <laughs> um, but and then the other thing I want to say is, Ricky, I'm, uh, I just want to let you know, you know, you've come a long way and uh, you've put so much work into it. Uh, I just want to let you know, I'm super proud of you and uh, I admire your your ambition and everything. So keep keep going at it, man. Keep inspiring. So much, um, <clears throat> and uh, just keep the fact that you're following your 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 passion and your dream i think that alone is uh inspiring to my to myself and i'm sure a lot of other people too thank you so much man and and you know honestly the, getting this far to like shit did you can see it in the title episode 96 man i'm that, four episodes crazy man four episodes away from 100 dude like it, it's 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 crazy to it's crazy uh, to think about and to it's still hard to process to this time you know like I really felt like time has been moving so quickly because doing this and, and I'm glad I get to bring you and, you know, even our other cousins, you know, Bobby and Lee and, and our cousin Mong, like we get to, I want, I'm glad I'm, I, I get to bring you guys to be on this experience with me, you know, and, and like if, if it wasn't for like you and the other viewers and followers, dude, I, I wouldn't be motivated to do this, man. Like that it's, it's, like an extra push for me to, to realize to, or to see, like, you know, I, I have to keep doing something like this again. Thank, thanks for having me on you guys. If you're listening, if you haven't subscribed already, please do. So follow, follow my boy, Ricky on uh, all his socials, support him. He, he works really hard. Thank you for, for that shout out. So uh, I got to wrap things up. Uh, if you heard that in the background, it's time to go. So uh, I'll probably not, I'll probably won't cut that. Out. I, I'll just keep that in. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you can cut it if you, if you, if you, cause I, I, I don't want to over. I, no, I, no, no, no. My, my uncle came in literally and was like, are you done? <laughs> you okay. know? So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep that in there just so like, people can get a more realistic uh, feel what it's like to podcast when you have a house full of people <laughs> and you don't have a studio <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right man thank you guys so much for watching and listening and i hope you guys have a great day
you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow, like, share, subscribe, and rate Spoiler Force Podcast. If you have any guest recommendations, comments, questions, concerns, or criticism, you can email me at rickyvang92 at gmail.com or message me online on any of my social media platforms.